0: you were born to be authentic. I'm Charity Parisian, here to instill you with passion and inspiration to be who you truly are. Good morning and welcome to the podcast, Life Lovers. If you are returning here, welcome back. If you are brand new, welcome. I warmly and gently welcome you here. I'm so excited and honored to have you And without further ado, I am going to start this episode. So I am laying a foundation in these solo podcasts. So far, we've talked about awareness. We have discussed the journey of finding your purpose. So now that you have the idea, now that you have found what it was you were looking for, you're working towards it. You are aligning your actions so that you can walk down this path. And then we start hitting snags. The world tests us. We're not really hitting snags, but we're being tested of our devotion and our commitment to stick with our calling, to stick with our dream, because Lord knows there's a hundred paths that will get us to the same ending with a different flair every time. Today's episode is about that foundation. It is about the foundation of your inner compass and how we can navigate through these and how we can navigate through these times of inner conflict, sometimes conflict in general, and and generally the tools that can help you move forward. My job here and my purpose here is not to preach. It is not. It is to be a resource for you, to give you more tools in your toolbox to go out there and conquer the purpose that you were set here for, It is to empower you. It is to help you because you are likely already practicing these things and are just unaware of them. So when we're more aware of them, when we're aware of these skills, because trust me, they are skills, meaning we do have to develop them further. When we start doing those things, our performance is a lot greater of quality. We see bigger results. Because how would we expect strawberries to grow in our garden if we didn't know they were there? (laughs) We could have a whole strawberry patch if we're aware of it. So I'm going to jump in. The first step in this internal compass is the vision or the intention. How are we going to get somewhere if we don't know where we are going? Where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself? Why are you here? What is the goal for you? Where do you want to see yourself? Where do you want to see yourself in one year? And where do you want to see yourself in 20 years? And now break those steps down. What's the first tangible goal you can bring yourself to? And what are the steps involved with that? We need to have a very clear vision because if we do not have a clear vision, We're not moving forward, we're standing in the same spot, looking in all different directions. We need to get clear about our vision and also our intention. Why do we want to get there? Why this? Why do we want to be involved in this? Why is this important to you? When we understand the motivation behind it, you are going to know whether or not you'll be successful. Because the motivation needs to come from that highly moral place in you. It needs to come from that driven place that will never put it down because it is so passion-driven. It is something you can pour your whole heart out into, knowing if you don't get anything back, you are fine with that. It's offering it up to the world from the most humble part of you, knowing that whether it's received or not, you are happy with the product. That is the intention that we want to strive for. It will either come from that loving place or it can come from that egotistical place. So if it is driven by the ego, for those who are not familiar with ego, ego is the I. It is how we identify ourselves, our importance our identity, our personality, our self-worth, and it's very important to be able to recognize your ego when it presents itself. Because ego is created by the mind, and we are in control of ourself with awareness, and if we're not aware, our mind takes control of us. More on that in another episode. Ego needs to be recognized, it needs fame, it needs glory, it often seeks money. Ego is like standing on thin ice. (laughs) You never know when the ice is going to break, but you know it's going to break the further you walk out. You just don't know when. So getting clear about what our vision is, and what the driving intention behind our motivation. When we know what motivates us, and when we know it can't be broken... We are ready. So, the next step in this foundation, ready to be acknowledged, is emotional intelligence. Say you have a question in your life. Say you're being pulled in two different directions and you're not sure which one is better suited to you. You need to set it down on the table. You need to offer it up. Whatever your beliefs are, if you just want to offer it up to the world, offer it up to the world and say, What is the best way? for me at this time what is the best way forward at this time and so you let go of both of those outcomes and now i want you to pick up the first one when you really think about this first path just don't think don't think about it but i want you to hold it i want you to imagine that it's played out and you're really feeling this outcome you're really feeling what it is like to Walk this path, you're feeling these people, these places, you're feeling this energy. What does it feel like to you? Now, what does it feel like if you don't pursue this? That emotional response, that physical response in your body is emotional intelligence. So now I want you to put that down. Put that back on the table. I want you to pick up your second option, your second path. How does this feel? You walking this path, how does this outcome feel to you? Does it feel more full? Does it feel a little more hollow? How does your body respond? And now how do you feel not doing it? This emotional intelligence is an extremely powerful tool and humans have been exercising it since the dawn of time. We can see it in history books, we can see it in the Roman Empire, in Catholicism, we can see it in the Garden of Eden. That emotional intelligence comes down to what you feel is right and what you feel is wrong. Not necessarily wrong, but what you feel is right or more right. What is more in alignment with where you are right now and your present circumstances? So the third part of this foundation is morals. So we've talked about, you know, what's right and what's wrong. This is the time to now check in with yourself and what makes you completely you. And our morals stem from our values, which are also unique to us. So what are your morals? What is right for you at this time? Is this situation being brought up to test you in a way that's already been presented in your life? Has a lesson very similar to this came up in your life before? And can you pull from that old scenario to learn this lesson in a new way? Can you expand from this experience? And that answer is always yes. We always expand from that experience. It's how much we want to expand. So with our morals, really sitting with our morals, do you feel in alignment? Do you feel like you are living to your truest, highest self? So while you check in with your morals, do you believe you are coming from this place that is ultimately you? That it's coming from inside yourself, from the authentic place? Are you in line with your morals? Are you aligned with this intention and this vision? Is your emotional intelligence responding with a warm and full feeling? Is your body relaxing into this outcome or is it restricting and is it tense? If it's restricting and tense, there's something that you need to tweak. Maybe there's a new outcome that's presented to you that you can't quite see yet. Maybe you just need a little more time. We do not need to rush any decisions, and we have more time than we ever think possible. Even if you have a time limit to make a decision, whether you think you have enough time or you don't, you are right. The next pillar is intuition. It is something that we are born with. It is not a taboo subject. That feeling while you're driving in your car and you go, hmm, you know, I usually go all the way up the block, but today I'm going to turn left. And then you later find out there was a construction reroute. And you went, oh, that's why, you know, that's a good thing I turned down that side road. That's intuition. It's just that little, it's just that little voice that's inside ourselves. It doesn't sound any different. It sounds as the same voice as our internal talk, and it's a practice, not only hearing it, but listening to it. In listening to it, the next step I'm actually going to talk about is trust and faith. I'm going to talk about these, this intuition and trust and faith as, as kind of a trifold because they are really intertwined in one another. So this trust and this faith For intuition, we need to trust ourselves. We need to practice listening to this internal voice. And then we need to trust that what this voice is telling us is true and is going to lead us somewhere positive. Because as we start to foster this independence in listening to this voice, we can rely on it more. And intuition is an extremely powerful tool. And there are many things that make intuition so powerful. When you start trusting it and start feeling it, you become more inclined to use this muscle. And not only does the trust grow, but all of the feelings, the attention, everything around using this muscle becomes heightened. And after you cultivate this skill because it is a skill. All of these foundations are skills. You will have the power of being able to walk into any interaction and pick up very subtle cues and very subtle energy and that feeling of something being off and something here is not right. And you have more of an internal trust with yourself And the other piece that makes intuition so powerful is it cannot be taken from you. Your intuition is yours and it cannot be manipulated. The more you work with it, the more you trust yourself. In turn, the more you trust the world around you and you're trusting what you're bringing into your life because you are connecting to what is in line with what you are practicing. And this is such a profound insight. The ability to trust yourself is saying that you are confident in every decision you are making and you're confident with your ability to be your own counsel, that you do not need to seek validation from other people. And on that note, it's great to ask for advice, but no one will ever understand your experience Because it is uniquely yours. You feel the energy and you feel the intentions of the people whom you are having interactions with. About your life situations and how you feel about things. People cannot feel for you. Only you can feel for you. And your intuition is there every step of the way. There are many different parts of intuition and everyone can use intuition differently. So, some people recognize intuition through, you know, just hearing hearing the voice inside themselves. And that is called clear audience. Some people see nonchalant visions in their head like the way we think about our childhood like we see it in our in our mind's eye. And that's clairvoyance. Some people feel it That is called clear sentience, where you just feel like, hmm, something's telling me to turn down this side street. I don't know what it is, but something's just telling me. And finally, there's clear cognizance, where we just ask, where should I go today? Which way should I take? And we just wait for a response, and maybe it just pops into our head. That is intuition. It's the ability to offer something up, release any feelings, outcomes, release anything you have to it and to just allow yourself to be while you listen, while you watch, and while you feel. This is not a taboo subject. We were made with feelings. We were made with this internal voice. And how else could we navigate our life? How else could we trust in the very reason for being here? How could we Have these tools that could never be taken from us. And how come we haven't been using them in our life this far? Finally, the last pillar, which is easily the most important of all, is discernment. Discernment is the ability to sift through all of the information that you've now put on the table. It's going through what your intention and vision are, what your emotional intelligence has told you, how you're connected to your morals, how you feel about them, allowing that trust and faith and recognizing any feelings that come up in regards to those, the direction that your intuition is telling you to go, and now it's come time to really make that decision. Discernment is about making that decision, and to be able to judge your situation well. This is when I really consider the different virtues. Judgment. Judgment is our personal wake-up call to consider what has worked for us in the past and what has not. And how we can transform from this experience that we're present with right now and this decision we're making and this path that we're leading down. Because great opportunities are on the horizon for us. They are. We know that they're there. Then we need to consider justice. Does this way forward look and feel balanced? Is it fair? Have you reflected on your past wrongdoings or addressed any imbalances previously? Are you acting with honesty and accountability? And if so, your way forward is going to be supported. And you can look at all of the decisions that you have made in your life this far and be able to see whether or not you were supported, whether or not um, that karma has been paid off, or if you did pay it off. I also do believe that that we're being redirected to stay on our paths, that we're here for certain lessons, that we're here for that purpose. I believe that there are driving forces in the universe that are helping us try to stay as focused as as what we can. Are there new horizons or perspectives now? knowing that you will be supported on your way forward. No matter what, do you see new horizons or perspectives? And if so, temper your thoughts and actions and allow yourself to be guided by what's coming naturally to you. Let opportunities present themselves and put yourself out in the world. Let the inspiration just flow pick up the projects you want to pick up, start them. If you want to collaborate with new people, put yourself out there, go to the coffee shop, allow spontaneity into your life because that is the most beautiful and radical amount of space and amount of opportunity. And it's all you need to do. You just need to put yourself out there a little bit and you can get a lot back in return. And the beautiful part is it's not about getting back. It's It's just opening up and allowing to what is. And finally, in this virtuous part of discernment, being patient and showing the strength of your character and making this good decision for yourself and making this choice and using your judgment and allowing justice from the good parts and the bad parts of your life And allowing karmic cycles to play out, knowing that you are the strongest version of yourself that you ever have been right now because of all of what you have experienced. Allow the strength of your character to shine through. Act with grace. Do not sacrifice your spirit. Really touch into this deepest part of your heart to find out your way forward. Be guided by your heart, yet use the logic of your head, place everything out on the table, and tune into that guidance, and the confidence and wisdom will grow. It will. The very last step in this foundation, the very last step in this internal compass, is going to sound strange to most people, but... Water has memory. The water within our body was within our mom. It was within our grandma, our great-grandma. And in many cultures, many cultures, and even Western culture too, we recognize and appreciate our ancestors that have passed. And so just to leave a thought-provoking ending, what does it look like to you to ask for help? From those that are no longer with us how do you feel about that how do you feel about asking your ancestors for help asking them for their wisdom from their life lessons when you go to sleep at night you have the opportunity to ask them for help we always do it's not just about going to sleep but i will tell you that because we do have free will in this world you cannot get help unless you ask for it. And that is the difference between really receiving the help that you want right now and not getting it. And it's crazy that so many people don't know, but it is so true. It is so true. And when I reached this part of my journey years ago, I thought, well, no, surely they would they would have helped me this far, you know. And I could look back then at all of the times in my life, the really hard times where I gave it up to God. And I gave it up to you know who, whoever. I gave it up to my guardian angels. I gave it up to spirit guides. I I just gave it. I gave it away because I didn't want it. I was struggling. And I received divine, divine help. I received everything I needed and The shape of new people, new jobs, new situations, um, new school, you know, new opportunities came flooding in. And so I ask you to connect with who you are on the level of who you have come from. Our ancestors that have crossed over have so much experience and they want to help us. And it might sound taboo, And maybe it doesn't to most, but I just don't want you to forget that you are never alone in your journey. We are very, very well cared for. And tapping into that is not only extremely powerful, but it also builds that trust and that faith that we talked about previously. We discussed what our vision looks like moving forward, the intentions and the motivations that are driving this vision, And how we can be successful in that. We talked about emotional intelligence. Feeling what our options look like. Really feeling them. We discussed our morals. And I ask you to question your morals. Because as we experience life. As we gain new experiences. Maybe our morals change. And we have been bombarded with so much information so much information in the last few years and we have technology and devices so I ask you to question things. I ask you to question the food we eat. I ask you to question you know internet and devices and gender identity and human rights. I ask you to question everything and form your own opinions. Do your own research. And then know that you are 100% entitled to your opinion and how you feel about things. Using your emotional intelligence, using your intuition, using your discernment is how you create those well-rounded perspectives that are entirely, perfectly, authentically you. Thank you for tuning in with me, for coming back, for being a part of my community, and know that I want to connect with you. I want to support you in your dreams. You can follow me on my Instagram page. I will follow you back, and I want to know what your passions and your inspirations are. I want you to find them. I want to see this journey because it's so beautiful, and it's so raw, and it's real because that's life. Have a great day, I love you, and we'll catch you on the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in and never forget that embracing your talents and being who you truly are really is the very best gift you can give to this world.